0: This episode is sponsored by the Dragon Ambient Experience, or DAX, from Nuance, a Microsoft company. Cut documentation time in half with clinical documentation that writes itself. 79% of physicians experience a better work-life balance with DAX, and 70% feel less burned out and fatigued. Patients love it too. 85% say their physician is more personable and conversational. Visit Nuance.com slash Beckers to explore what DAX can do for you. That's N-U-A-N-C-E dot com slash B-E-C-K-E-R-E-S.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Raya Mohammed, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today Dr. Jennifer Davenport, Vice President and Chief Medical Officer at St. James Hospital and Lead Physician with APP Experience and well-being at Intermountain Health. Doctor, it's very nice to be on the podcast with you today. How are you?
0: Hi, thank you, Mariah. It's great to be here with you. I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Good, good. Thank you very much for asking. And again, so glad to have you on the podcast. To begin, would you mind please just introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background?
0: Sure. So I am uh, Dr. Jennifer Davenport. I am a pediatric cardiologist in clinical training um, and have uh, been at St. James as the chief medical officer since April of 2020. Um, I spend a great deal of my time um, working to improve the overall physician and APP experience and well-being at Intermountain Health, um, and really am motivated to improve the experience and the leadership of women in medicine.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us that insight about you. And to begin, um, can you tell us a a bit about a successful project or initiative from the last year. What issues were you trying to solve and also what drove the success?
0: Absolutely. You know, one of the um, things that I've been most impressed with in Intermountain in the last several years has been their dedication and focus to improving the overall experience and well-being of our healthcare workforce. All of our caregivers, including the physicians and APPs, In the last year, um, Intermountain Health has really decided to focus on the physician and APP experience overall. Um, They've dedicated, or we have dedicated focus um, from the recruitment of physicians and APPs through their onboarding, their career development, their leadership development, their experience in taking care of patients. Um, right on through to what we hope is a long and fruitful career at Intermountain. Um, And I've been a key part of that project, um, really trying to focus on getting the joy back in medicine and really address the issues that we've had, um, the great resignation, um, and certainly in the reflection of the pandemic, um, the burnout of all of our healthcare workers, and in particular, those physicians and APPs that have been working so hard over the last several years, and have sort of reached that that moral injury or that crisis of compassion fatigue that we really need to address in order to preserve their careers and their well-being.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us that insight. And as you know, the clinical workforce has changed a lot in the last few years. What challenges are you still facing, and how do you see the clinical workforce evolving?
0: You know, Mariah, even in the pre pandemic era, we were staring down this significant physician and well, every healthcare professional shortage, and the great resignation has significantly exacerbated that current shortage. And you know, in the years to come, we are going to have a, an astronomical shortage of physicians and apps in healthcare. Um, and the same is true for nurses, but in my role dealing with physician and app experience and well being. You know, I'm really focused and our team is really focused on sort of those newer generations of physicians and APPs that we need to recruit into this field. And I think one of the things that we've really noticed is that through the pandemic, the accolades that physicians and APPs would get, the respect that they would have, the you know, sort of the the way that they interacted with their patients has has all changed. And I think that we've spent way too much of our focus as healthcare professionals on how great it is to just be a physician and how respectful the career is. And you definitely want to become a physician because it's so great and you're going to get all of this um, respect out of the community and from your patients and it's going to be this great experience. Um, But when you look at the newer generations, they're much better at advocating for their own work-life balance. They have very distinct needs, um, and they're, they are really trying to help us mm-hmm. and force us to reimagine what healthcare looks like. Um, and I think that we as healthcare systems really have to think about how we deliver healthcare and how we support those caregivers, those physicians, those APPs, and do more and better with less, meaning how do we how do we maximize our use of technology in order to make the lives of physicians and APPs easier so that they can spend more time doing what they love, which is taking care of the patients than spending time in the charts and answering emails and doing clicks. And I think that we're going to have to figure out how to do less or do more with less of a workforce um, because we're going to have a shortage of physicians. And so how do you, how do you stretch the physician coverage, without stretching the physician's well-being to the point of breaking.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you said that absolutely amazingly. And being in the new generation, the Gen Z, I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, Doctor, before I let you go, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, what is your best advice for aspiring physician
0: and nurse leaders? You know, my my best advice is that I think every – Every healthcare care giver, every physician, every APP, every nurse, needs to understand that they're a leader, um, whether they think they are or not. They lead their patients through their healthcare care journey. They lead the families into an understanding of what's happening with their with their loved one. They lead their teams through the day, through the clinic, through the hospital. So they're all leaders. And I think that they really need to embrace that responsibility. And strive to improve themselves as leaders. And I think when they start to think of themselves as leaders, everybody thinks of themselves, everybody should think of themselves as leaders in healthcare. And once they start to reimagine themselves as a leader, I think that it opens incredible doors to how they can grow themselves as people, as communicators, as supporters, and as leaders. And I think that the The best thing that they can do is to encourage one another to create a culture of leadership and a culture of well-being in your organization so that everybody is thriving and so that everybody's developing and reaching their full potential as caregivers and leaders.
1: Thank you so much for those final thoughts, doctor. This has been an amazing, and informative discussion, truly. So again, I want to thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
0: Absolutely. Thanks so much, Mariah. Have a great day. You too. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC.